The Let's Grow Pulling podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor FM is brought to you by the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. You can find them on the web at outlawpulling.com as well as Facebook as Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Okay, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm living a dream. How are you, That's buddy? Good, 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 good. Hey, thank you for doing a Let's Grow Pulling podcast with me. I'm excited to talk to you because, well, you're connected to those Hazley, those Hazley machine people. You just built yourself a new 3.0 diesel truck. You're going to Gordyville, and you helped change an engine out in Richland Center in about 24 hours so you guys can keep it in the point. So I, I think we've got a lot to talk about. So. Yeah, we sure do, man. <laughs> so before we get going... Who is Eric Huckey? Well, not, we know who you are. Where do you live? What do you do for a living? And then we'll kind of dive into all the pulling stuff. Um, I'm from Oxford, Ohio, which is home of Miami of Ohio. Okay. Um, I'm a school bus mechanic by day and uh, own my own repair and fabrication shop at night. So, you know, try to work 20 out of 24 hours a day. Pretty much what it amounts to. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, when do you sleep? So, <laughs> Very little. Let's just say that. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you right now, my new T-shirts I'm getting made say you can't have a million-dollar dream on a minimum wage work ethic. So uh, you fit exactly. that very, very well. Exactly. It's just like Steve Harvey says. Uh, said, I've heard him say, you can't wake up on the West Coast at 11 a.m. because the uh, the stock market's been open for hours. Yep. You know, no, so true. Yeah, and I, I, I don't know if the common – I shouldn't say common, I don't, but I don't know if fans realize or a spectator realize how many sacrifices a puller makes in their personal life so they can afford a pull-in truck or a pull-in tractor. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah, oh, it's way crazy. And and some of it's just not even the monetary side of things. It's just <clears throat> life in general. Yep, the time. The, the time, time and away from the family and you name it, you know. Yep. Yeah, that's, yep. Why, uh, that's why my tractor is called The Remedy because my wife – Got into a bottle of wine one night back in 2012, and she said, you would do whatever it takes to go tractor pulling. It's a disease. Oh, yeah. And so my first tractor, I called it the remedy. So it's all Well, good. that's how my truck got its name. What truck? Look. Do what? What do you call your truck, your new one? Slightly overworked. Slightly overworked. <laughs> I mean, that is just a epitome of uh, me, period. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I was going to add the little quote underneath of it and underpaid, but I didn't think that would go over too well. Yeah, you better not. You better not. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I first, I didn't know you worked on school buses. That's cool because we've had some pretty pretty good running school buses in Richland Center, too, at yeah. some of our tractor pools, so I like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. Well, let's get into um, – I know you just built a new truck. Do you like – do you – Please do it for you. Can you kind of go into all that? I saw it run down in diesels and dark corners. But was that the first hook? That was the first hook for it. Yes. Right? Yes, sir. That uh, Friday night was the first hook on it. I mean, we had done a little yard job, John Force burnout, but that was pretty much it. Right. Very um, good. But I built everything except the engine. Okay. Um, I contacted Van and Patty and said, hey, I want a three-inch engine. And the next question that came out of Van's mouth was, okay, what kind of engine you want? And I said, I don't want to be a class filler. So I, w- I want to be in the top of the game. So 
they built me an engine, called me up, said it's done, and I proceeded to put it in the hole. I, I mean, that's what they provided. I did everything else on the truck, and then, except minus the body work, I I don't have the patience for body work. Yeah, so, I understand. Yeah, I understand I that. Local guy here, he uh, pops garage. He, I took it to him with a bunch of brand new body panels on it, and next thing you know, he's sending me messages back going hey man we got to work on this we got to fix this panel i said dude just call me when it's done yeah I, I mean it doesn't matter you know just awesome. kind of one of them deals awesome so have you before friday at diesels and dark corners had you driven a high performance diesel truck before uh back in 2012 i drove an old t6 truck a couple two three times up i had a local guy here he uh came to me for some work and I had it I took care of what he was asking and when he couldn't make a pull I'd take it or you know or whatever kind of, we kind of played the the co-driver game there for a little bit but other than that no I had not okay so why are you so what do you love about diesel truck pulling what I mean why are you so into it it to me it's cool I I I've always enjoyed pulling since when I was a little kid. And uh, back when the diesel truck craze started in 02, I remember sitting in Gaston, Indiana at a a show called Thunder and Muncie. And Van Hazley uh, debuted his first original rock hard ram. It was still an original chassis, steel body truck. And that was before intercoolers, everything. This was back in like '02, and uh, it just sparked my interest, and I've been hooked on it ever since. Yep. No, and that's it's neat to know. It's neat to know, Eric, where you got that passion from, or, yes. or what makes it. You know, I yeah. have that. I have that with my dad. This is, you know, I blame my dad for this disease in my life, um, and uh, for tractor pulling because we grew up on a farm and. And that's what we did. You know, we went to the tractor pulls, the truck pulls at the local fairs. Yeah. Had a lot of fun doing it. That's the same as me as when I was a kid. I mean, my dad here built a two-wheel drive truck in the mid-80s when I was five, six years old for a guy up the street. And, you know, we've got old pictures floating around back when that was before tube chassis days. You know, they were running ag, original ag tires and all that crap. And it's just, it's kind of one of them things you, you learn to love it and then you can't let it go. Yep. Okay. So how did you get connected with Hazley's? Cause I know, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of have this be our segue and uh, you guys swipped, you know, swapping motors out of off constantly into rock hard ram yeah. back in 2013, I think 2014. It was 13 or 14. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. How, what's the connection there? Did you kind of run pit crew with them or hang with them or what'd you do? Well, pretty much the way it all started was back in, I think Patty's got my first invoice in 2009. Okay. I, I decided to start building this three inch pulling truck. And okay. I contacted Kurt and I said, Hey man, he, I said, this is what I want to do yada 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 and he said hey he said why don't you go with me to a pool in stanford kentucky tonight and uh we'll talk about it on the trip down and i'm like okay cool and um from that point on we've kind of been inseparable i 
I went with Kurt for a long time. We just went three inch pull, and that's when off constantly was a three O truck, and we just went all over. And then really, it was a pull and um, one of the old uh, NHRAD or NHRDA pulls. Yep, in Indianapolis, um, we were there, and I was with Kurt. It, this would have been like 2012, 13, something like that. And uh, he went out to pull. Well, as we came across the scales, I looked at Van's truck, and it was sitting up on jack stands with no tires on it. And I'm like, hey, what's going on here, boys? And Van's like, well, I'm going to go with Kurt. That thing needs tires. And I'm like, okay. I said, do you want me to put them on? He goes, well, you can if you want to. Well, that was a, a – <laughs> a fun event because Kurt was test hooked and then he ended up dropping six and they wanted to change the oil in the middle of the, that whole debacle. And, and I just stayed back and put rock hard ram back together, you know, as far as putting tires and stuff on it. And I kind of been in their pocket ever since. <laughs> That's it's a good pocket to be in. Yeah. They're great yeah. people. Yeah. They are they're great competitors. They would help anybody, and they're the nicest people in the world. Well, I love talking to them. Yeah, so. it, and that that's that's one thing that I enjoy being around them is, you know, and you've been there. You've come up to the trailer when we're there, and we'll talk to anybody. It doesn't matter who you are. You, yep. you know, there's no sense in having enemies until you hit the polling track. Right, exactly. Yeah. Once you cross the line. Yep. Once you cross the line. So, all right. So let's go back to Richland Center 2013, or let's just say 2013 for that year it was. Yep. If somebody wants to fact check this, they can. <laughs> Rock Hard Ram, I had the – so this this was um, – I give our events – I give the Super Stock Diesel Truck a lot of credit for really taking our event, Churning Dirt, to the next level. Yes. Because, you know, we, we always had great Badger State classes, but nobody had ever seen these Super Stock Diesel Trucks. And that first year that you guys brought them out, out here to Wisconsin, to Richland Center – we got lucky. We had um, we had a news crew out here on Friday oh, yeah. night, and all the all the hoods were up on the trucks, and that place was so full. Freaking Saturday night, I had never seen a crowd that big in Richland Center. So let's go back to Friday night. I always had a hard time getting a big crowd on Friday night, but what exactly did Van do? It was a loud a loud noise, and next thing you know, the the hood of the Rock Hard Ram was kind of kind of heaped in the middle. <laughs> uh, it split the block right at the cam line. Okay. It yeah, the whole tap top half of the block came up through the hood and the pistons rings everything was down in the bottom still connected to the crankshaft oh my god yeah it was not a good night so a very good customer that doug doug Mueller buys yep. a lot of stuff from hazley's and yep he's actually the new owner of off constantly he lives like a mile from the fairgrounds yes. what did you guys do in the next 24 hours if you could well spell the, it out to the, everybody the the first thing we did was we made a judgment call. Are we just going to load up and come home or what are we going to do? And, uh, we decided, well, rock hard Ram was in the points off constantly. Wasn't. And we were going to switch engines and Doug's like, well, you can come up to the shop and, and, uh, use my shop. So, uh, we took both trucks up there and proceeded to make it look like a tornado had gone through a trailer park. We had uh, Jamie Lars, Jamie Jones. There was a group of guys up there 
and we were all there and uh we we took the engine out of rock hard ram laid it all across the floor okay we have this line we can use we have this part we can use we have this part and uh once we did that we took the engine from off constantly put it at took it out of the truck set it in rock hard ram and we built intercooler piping we built uh, water injection lines fuel lines you name it we built it hell at one point i think uh about three thirty, four o'clock in the morning there was a guy that was there i i gotta say i can't remember his name uh but we were looking for f- some four inch exhaust pipe you know some elbows and stuff to make some intercooler piping and uh he uh he said Hey, I used to work at Napa. I quit a week ago, and I haven't turned in my key yet. So he ran down to the local Napa, got us what we need, and we left a credit card number on the desk and said, thank you, you know. (laughs) But we worked and worked and worked and worked, and it was like 6 o'clock Saturday night. We fired the truck up right there in front of Doug Mueller's, and uh, we had it hooked to the Jeep and kind of did a little hole shot deal, and like cool this is gonna be cool and we're good to go and we loaded it back up and then i saw the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life we pulled down it back down to the fairgrounds and you guys were just packed i mean just people wall to wall and the cops and everybody come out and it was like moses parted the red seas for us it (laughs) it was way cool you know we spoke about it to this day how crazy we were sometimes yeah, no, it's 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 a cool story, you know. And I've seen so many, and that's one of those top five moments that you know you always yep. remember uh, from pulling. I guess honestly, from our events, and we had such we have had such bad luck the last five years with our events with flooding, heat, like a hundred and five degree temperatures this year, yeah. COVID, and it's it's fun to it's fun to kind of relive these stories yeah. a little bit, Eric, and you know remind you why you do all the stuff you do. To pull I, I mean. You know, we used to joke about it all the time. We'd come home with a 10-pound log of butter from you. And you're like, what are we going to do with all this butter? Well, you make cookies for days, you know. You just yep. you eat cookies until you're fat, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. How, how did Van end up doing that night? I honestly uh, We was about mid-pack. I mean, we just – Okay. We had a – a crazy draw and you know it's kind of one of those things and and honestly you don't realize you're doing it um but your mind is so focused on somewhere else hey let's just get us off the line let's you know make sure we're gonna go point a to point b that sometimes you miss the little nuances when you're driving you know and 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 the us you know if we can get out after a night like that if we go from point a to point b the crowd cheers and whatever hell we've got to win it it doesn't matter yeah. at that point yeah after that year i saw many many hazley machine uh t-shirts oh, yeah. in richland center at all of our oh yeah, yeah it, it was a crazy wild cool. time man yep. pretty pretty cool yep. great story great story all right let's talk about your new truck um Okay, so Diesels and Dark Corners, it, it did really well. I think you had top three one of the nights, if I remember. Yeah, that Friday after. night, the first night on the track, we were number three. Yep. Okay. And that's honestly, 
some of the toughest three O trucks in the country. And I don't, I don't know the three O truck class like you do, but I mean, when I, I think of like Shides big yes. event, you know, I feel like where you guys have the qualifiers yep. and stuff like that. But I would say after Shides, would you say that you pulled against, I mean, I know you just started pulling your own truck, but when you look at that top to bottom, there was some badass oh, three O oh, yeah. trucks there from oh, all yeah. over the down country. There and, so. Down there, diesels and dark corners, man. Hank brings in some of the best of the best in the country. And, you know, yep. that was our first time being down there with our own vehicle. And, man, it, it is just a place to go to. It, it's kind of like going up to yeah, Richland it, Center. You, it's one of them places where you just don't forget the community or the people there, you yep. know. It, it, yeah, that was that was my first time there, too, Eric. I had not ever been there before. I'm working with a sponsor in that area for my tractor, and he wanted me to come down and help out and do a little bit of announcing yeah. and help promote that event. And I never had I, no clue that the track would be that good. Take oh, that much power. Um, it, oh, it yeah. Awesome it, it, man, that, you know, I, I built a 2.6 truck for a guy named Doug Monroe here a couple of years ago. And, yep. you know, Doug's truck is just, it's just, it's, it's very consistent. That's the easiest way to put it. And he's been down there two or three times and, you know, we were putting this truck together here right after side. And I'm like, you know, we'll just, we'll work on it all winter, get it together. And, and, and we'll go out in the spring. And they, all these guys was like, no, 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 no. You need to go to Georgia. You need to go diesels and dark corners. You, you'll love it. You'll love it. You'll love it. And I'm telling you the last week we worked on that truck, I might've got six hours total sleep all week. And I barely made it in there. But we made it in there, and it just—I—I I, I would do it all over again. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And the truck oh, went yeah. home okay. Put it back on the trailer. No, right? no, no issues. issues except I broke the shifter off. I mean, but that kind of stuff happens, you know. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So now we're looking forward to our next hook's going to be Shipshawana, Indiana, right? The Midwest yes, sir. Internationals. I'm excited to have you guys there because Gordyville is typical, or the mid, I call it Gordyville because that's what it is in my mind, but it's typically just, just diesel tractors and a few alcohol tractors. But over the years, Clint's been able to bring in some two, six yes. trucks and some three Oh trucks. My friend Jamie yep. Lars has been down there and over the years. And, um, but Gordyville is not kind to uh, diesel trucks. They're so long. They're hard to turn around in there. And that track yes. is so tight and you guys have that longer yep. wheelbase. And then you get the front wheels up on on the dirt pile. I am so excited. Well, for the fans, first of all, because it yes. breaks it up. I mean, Saturday is going to be a great day of diesel truck pulling. We're going to have the three O's. We're going to have the three six pro stock diesel trucks. But then we're also going to have. It's just going to be good to mix it up. Have you? I mean, have you talked to guys? How different is it for you to pull indoors versus oh, outdoors? Eric, I, I mean, you, you go, you go from like Gordyville to the local pool here in Eaton, Ohio, the Decalb Super Pool, to even going to the National Farm Machinery Show, 200, 215 foot full poles is just rough. Uh, I mean, the yep. sled is on you instantly. You have no time to do anything. And, and, Honestly, that's one reason why we're ta- we're going to Gordyville this year. We're 300 foot inside. I uh, I mean, yep. it, the only difference from pulling outside is you have a smoke tube. So, I mean, why not do it? You know what I mean? Yep. 
How far is that from your house? Uh, from where you go to Miami, Ohio, or Oxford? Sorry, four and a half, five hours, something like that. It's not okay. bad. It, you know, Good deal. Uh, and honestly, I'm hoping it's going up a lot like Cloverdale. You know, just a good event. I think it will. I mean, I, I you know, you know, I think I think we're all nervous about the same thing. Just uh, yeah, COVID stuff. But I, I at this point, I feel pretty confident that the new president doesn't take office until after the Correct. event. And I've heard some stuff about these hundred day mandate, hundred day mask. And I, we're not going to get into all that because I want to keep oh, having correct. fun. But I feel I feel good about the event. I'm excited to have you guys there. Um, after after Gordyville or after the Midwest Winter Nationals, what else do you have like in the spring? So you talked about the the angry farmer. Yeah, pool, right. He, um, they're talking about having a poll up here. You know, kind of depends on what the governor does and whatever. But you know, it it's they're a, a long wheelbase truck like we've got. It's 190, 190 foots full pull. And, you, you know, okay. and it's one of them deals, you know, it's just super cramped and tight. It's more geared towards the tractors where they're so much easier to move around than us. You know, so yep. I don't know if we'll go up there or not. We Maybe, maybe not. It's just one of those things. But uh, we're going to gear up for the NTPA season, you know, and, and the people. Okay. So that's yes, region yes, two, sir. right? Yeah, we're we're okay, going to go after two. the east and west because they've got region two kind of divided, and we're going to go pull. We're going to go have fun, and and, and yep. see what we can do. Who is your uh, who's your pit crew? Who's going to help you out uh, every week? Well, I got my dad. I've got uh, my wife, of course. Uh, guy here, his name's John Prochel. He's a good buddy of mine. Uh, Michael Asher. I mean, just pretty much anybody it it doesn't matter to me we're we're there to have fun cool yep you mentioned you mentioned your wife do you have any kids do not do not that was a funny story about uh diesels and dark corners she come up after the first night and like who in the heck is amy (laughs) (laughs) yeah so she brought that note up to the announcer stand and said you know wish you good luck and your loving wife and all that stuff. And we oh, had to have fun I know, with that, Eric. I know. That's all that, I'm going to I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> less. You know, she knew it was a joke. She just ran with it all weekend. Who's Amy? When are you going to yep. talk to Amy? Yep. <laughs> One of our other favorite things, when I love announcing, when somebody loses yeah. their phone, we take selfies with their phone. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. We have so much fun with that. Oh, yeah. We get that back yeah. to them. So, yeah, man. Good times. Good times are had. So, Region 2, um, what would be, are there some, uh, is OSTPA, like, does the Pro Pulling League have much of a, um, oh, I guess, a presence in Ohio with three diesel not, trucks? Not, or not really, really in Ohio. They're more, um, you know, okay. the Illinois, Indiana, Kentucky stuff. Um, okay. You, you know, but they used to have a bunch of pulls for the three-inch stuff and in, in, around here anyway in the Silver Series and, They've kind of, it's kind of gone down a little bit. You know, it's, I think around here, NTPA is where it's at. Heck, you could pull with them 30 times in a year and never leave the state of Ohio. So, I I mean, not saying that we're not going to go pull Lucas Oil at all. You know, if we got an off weekend or we want to go somewhere in particular, we're going to go. But, you know, I think our main concern 
is going to be the NTPA. Yep. No, that's good. And that's true. I mean, that's yeah. a hotbed. The NTPA is oh, yeah. big in Ohio. And, and that's what, and that's what people don't realize is you do have a full-time job and you do need to yep. go back to work the next day. And uh, if you can pull closer to home and like for me, the first couple of years, Badger state is what I did. And uh, I didn't do that. Now I like to run around a little bit and my goal this coming summer for me, I'm going to do some outdoor truck go. and tractor pulling and some PPL and some NTPA and a little bit of East central Iowa, maybe some ITPA. It all depends on, you know, on well, how things and, go and, and we get and moving that's around. And so. like us, you know, depending on what happens with the COVID or whatever, you know, that, that, that everything's up to change at any point in time with that or, around here. And, you know, but our main goal is to concentrate on them guys, go pull with Evan Davis and CW Cartmel and uh, Adam Hallion and Brian Shrew, Jeff Hostler, you know, all those guys – that we're all kind of friends, you know, and there's nothing better than going pulling with friends. Who won the points uh, the last couple of years in the three O class uh, out there? It was between Evan and Jeff. Okay, what are the names uh, of their trucks? Jeff's is uh, oh god, what is it? It's okay. I just don't know the exact. I don't know the name. I recognize the name. I, I can't like, think of Jeff's truck's name, trucks. but uh, Evans is the out of line. Then you got the most heavy truck of CW Cartmel, and you know the wrecker of Adam Hallion and, and stuff. It's just we're gonna go have fun. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, and you got. I mean, you're gonna. You got a lot to learn. I mean, your first oh, season yeah. with the truck outdoor, oh, yeah. and you don't have any notes. You don't have any notes on tire no. pressure and gearing and all that stuff like these other guys do it's going to be a it's going to be a lot of fun but i mean you've been around the sport since 2000 well you mentioned yeah. it forever so yeah it's and, be and, fine. you know it and that was that was the funny thing about uh diesels in dark corners on friday night everybody come up and goes well what are you going to do here you know what are you doing for tire pressure what are you doing for this what are you doing for that i said boys i i'm going to go back Seven years ago when I was running with Kurt and off constantly in the three-inch trucks, and I'm going to set it up like it was then. And we'll, let's just see what happens. we got to have a starting point, and, you, you yep. know, and, buddy, it worked. <laughs> you know, it, yeah, it's just it, one of them things. It worked really well. Who painted uh, your truck? A guy, local guy up here, his name is uh, Johnny McGlawson. Uh, he owns a company called Pops Garage and Restoration. Super, super okay. cool dude. It looks, oh, it looks it, really good. It, when I took it up there, like I said, it had all brand new body panels and everything on it. The only thing that wasn't brand new was the roof of the cab. And uh, he called me up in like, a, it was about three weeks, and he said, man, we need to do some work and make these body lines just perfect. And I'm like, do what you got to do, dude. Just call me when it's done. And next thing you know, he called me up one night, and he said, hey, I want you to come up and look at this truck, see if you like the color. And I walked in there, and it was just, you know, mirrors finished, just superb. And I'm like, man, I think you knocked it out of the park, you know. Love so. it. Love it, love it, love it. So, you, I mean, as a spectator, or let's do as a puller, where are you most excited to go pulling this next summer? Like, what are some of these venues that you love the track or you love the crowd or – out there in that region too. What are some polls that you just can't wait to get uh, to? Uh I, I like to go to some good 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 power tracks. Um 
I think one of the ones that I've always wanted to pull at was even uh, the side extravaganza just for the sheer number of people. You you know, I'd love for like Bowling Green to to bring in the three-inch trucks, man. The blue shirts up there are just superb, but I I don't know if they ever will. You you, you know, that's kind of like one of those things that is way up on the bucket list. And if right. if they ever said ever said they were gonna have our class, I guarantee you I'd be the first in line. That'd be a hell of a place to have a shines type of an event, honestly. With just the way diesel trucks are, Eric, I the the diesel trucks to me are not saving pulling because pulling's not dead, but it has really it has brought in a whole just a whole another avenue of of, of oh, competitors, yeah. you know. And honestly, a lot yes. of younger guys, you know, because like I grew up on a farm, you know, with the 1066 or a D21 or a 4020, and that's what I got into. But a lot of kids aren't growing up. No, they're like I did, they're growing know? up and, here, but, you know, just in normal everyday, what I call normal everyday households, and and what they can relate to yep. is the Dodge Diesel, the Chevy Duramax, the Ford Power Stroke, you know, and, and that's kind of. Where that like this three inch class and and even going smaller yet the two six class and stuff that's really prominent around here, but people can relate to it. You know, it's a it's a truck with dual wheels. Well, they see that going down the road. Yep. I'm gonna yeah. When I drive home tonight, I'll pass four or five kids in town yep. that'll have a hood stack out there daily. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> and it's yep. you know it's fun. Yep, it's fun like that. So the one thing you've been saying three inch class and you, and I've been saying three O class or, you know, or the, you know, the limited pro diesel trucks, depend what part of the country you're in. Can you kind of just give me the basic specs, just a, a real average range of range of horsepower and kind of talk about that truck? Um, Cause a lot of people that, you know, get a lot of people listening to the podcast. I'm really happy with that. That's why I was excited to have you come on and really you're my first three okay. O interview um, or three inch interview, but can you just kind of talk about the basic specs Rules, approximate horsepower of um, your class, Eric. Pretty much horsepower, you're going to find anywhere from, say, 1,400 to 1,600 horsepower. You're limited to one single turbo. Uh, it's a three-inch inlet uh, spec, it's, and it has to be smooth face, meaning there's no mat grooves or protrusion wheels. It's all behind the cover. Um, you're allowed one inline pump or two CP3 pumps, air to water, uh, intercooler. Um, you're, we run, uh, SQHD or semi truck rear ends, uh, uh, pro fab reverser drop box. We can even run the big front ends like you see in the super stock trucks. Um, we just got to be OE frame and OE body or steel body how much you guys yeah, weigh? we're, 8, we're eight thousand right now yep okay yep it, cool is, it, do you have a lot of movable weight uh, we've got Eric, about or? 600 to 700 pounds of movable weight yeah okay i mean and then you do you guys run you guys run coolers correct, with ice correct. right air to water inner coolers okay. um you know like the got it the two six class the smooth face two six class it they're you you could say they're like our trucks, but they're not. They're they're a one ton or smaller drive line. 
um, their air-to-air intercoolers, stuff like that. Yep. Right. No, and yeah, they, they don't have the no, duels. No, they typically see the duels on them yeah, or the drop yeah, box. Or, well, you said yeah, that already. Yeah, the they're they're yep. a single rear wheel, like a Dana 80 or the AAM axles are real popular in the back end. Uh, stock transfer case, stock transmission. Granted, you're allowed to modify inside that stock housing. Um, you know, air to air intercooler and stuff like that, where we're, we're allowed to, the ice box. What cubic inch, what's the maximum cubic inch? Oh, you guys I, can run? It's, it's right around 500, but I mean, we're all, okay. we're all pretty much based off of a six, seven Cummins. So, okay. Yeah. That's what I figured. Um, I'm noticing when I was a diesel in the corners, I noticed a lot of trucks with different tires Correct. on the front than in the rear. Um, what what are we? What's the kind of the, you don't give away any secrets, but what's kind of the basic idea of that? What do you, are you, are they trying to get the front tires to grip a little harder or let it slip a little bit? What's the whole uh, idea? A lot of it is trying to get the truck to work as hard as it can. Um, there there okay. was some rule changes last year as far as the way the hitch adjusts and um, it, it kind of took some bite out of the back of the trucks and they don't quite put the power to the ground like they used to. And, and a lot of that, there's a big tire game going on right now. Um, but a lot of it is, is just trying to get it to hook the power to the ground and just, you know, the sled puts all its weight on the back end, but you got the front end out there with, like, particularly my truck, say, 600 pounds in the weight box, and then the weight box weighs another 750. You know, there's only, say, 1,400 pounds out front, you know, and that sled's, what, right. 40,000? So, you know, just trying to yep. make it work. Yeah, I remember the first couple of years. I really the, the sleds had a hard time. The oh, trucks oh, yeah. would hop yeah. a lot. Yeah, and they seemed to they seemed to really have smoothed that out. I, I've noticed some, I've noticed some you know some two thousand pound weights actually yes. on the pan of the sled to help yeah. you guys out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so and it's been stuff. a learning curve not just for us as truck <clears throat> pullers but for the sled operators too. Because I know when they bounce the crap out of you, they'd feel just as bad, you know, about doing it, and they're they're trying to give you the best ride as they can give you and even the best looking pass for the fans. Yep. Yeah. It's all yep. about putting on the show. Yep. So if we, if I would interview you next fall after, after your summer season, what would you say, what would you be happy with? Like a finish in the points or a couple top threes? Like what's, what's your goal this first season, basically as a, as a, as a, as a first year, as a rookie, basically out, and honestly, yeah. competing with some of the best real trucks. Uh, I in think the our, I think our main goal for this summer is I want to go points pulling, not necessarily win the points, even though that would be fantastic, but really to collect some good data and um, and figure out where we need to go from there. Um, you know, it, it's all brand new. Everything changes all the time. Technology changes all the time. And, and it's kind of one of those deals where I want to go have fun. I want to be good, consistent, 
I want to be in there in the top five every night if I can, and and, and just get some good data that I can use myself. I can pass on the customers. I, you know, it just kind of help everybody. No, I love it. I love it. Um, what's a home? T- what's what's the closest region hook that you're gonna have uh, to your house? Eaton, Ohio. Oxford. Uh, it's a Preble County Fair. It's the first week okay. in August, the Friday night. Okay. Do they run four yes, one they do. pros out there, or is it all okay? Well, I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna circle that be, one. Uh, so, uh, uh, John Prochelle, I mentioned him earlier. He's actually on the fair board up there, and uh, he's in charge of that poll. As a matter of fact, um, they will have the four okay. ones. They'll have us three inch guys. Um, they'll have the two wheel drive trucks. And then I think they're having that new hot farm or whatever they're calling that kind of class. Yep. Yep. It's a 500. I yeah. think it's a 510 cubic yeah. inch class. Yep. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I mean, I'm hoping to, I'm, I'm hoping he has a good pull. I know this past year, that's what he was going to do. And, you know, with the COVID and everything, all that changed. But I'm hoping they have a good pull. Yep, I think they will. So I got one last question for you. But before I ask that, I want to thank you for your time. This has been very educational for um, the, I would say, the the average pulling fan or or a tractor puller that doesn't know a lot about the diesel trucks. But I want a good Patty Hazley or Van Hazley story, something that you just you giggle. Oh, there's (laughs) there's just so many. I mean, we can go back from. Oh, I think about. One that we talk about the most is one year. It, it had to have been 12 or 13 or whatever. Um, we pulled – we were going to the TS event when uh, Dennis Perry had it on down Bowling Green, Kentucky. First – it was always the first yep. pull of the year we hit. And uh, we were with Van, and we pulled in down there. It was early morning, been up all night kind of deal. And uh, – <laughs> We pulled in. You kind of had to go up this little hill, and then we were going to swoop back down it to get into our parking spot. And all of a sudden, the semi lurched forward, and we looked back, and the trailer had disconnected itself. (laughs) And uh, we're like, "Uh, what the hell do we do? Luckily, nothing got hurt, and we got back. We got a – they had a telehandler there, and we picked it up, and – picked the trailer up and hooked the truck back to it and you know the semi back to it and got it parked but you know at the time we were scared to death um you know what the hell happened inside did the truck get flipped over you know kind of deal you're you're trying to do damage assessment and but now looking at it we laugh you know good so (laughs) well you are blessed to have the people around you in your life that are, you know, as passionate about diesel yep. pulling as you are, Eric, it's very clear. That oh, this I, is your I love it. Every, love it. every, um, every last ounce of it. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Eric, good luck to you at Gordyville. I'll see you at Gordywana January 14th through the 16th. And then I'm going to do my best to try to get out. Okay. I appreciate it, summer, man. Okay? Yep. Merry yep. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas Eric. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, Jason here again. I just want to thank you for listening to another episode of Let's Grow Pulling. Uh, working hard 
to try to put up a daily podcast for your listening pleasure and trying to cover the sport from all angles, from garden tractor pulling clubs to the highest level of pulling, uh, promoters, sponsors, anybody that helps our sport grow. And uh, with that nice segue, I want to thank the great sponsors of the Beer Money Pulling Team and my tractor, The Remedy. Excited for 2021 with our new title sponsor, uh, Extreme Performance and Tire Cutting out of uh, Rock Valley, Iowa, Taylor Van Beek. He is going to be uh, our official tire and rim. We are running our new Kaiser wheels on there as well. And he's a puller, and he's going to help me get the power to the ground, and he can do the same thing from you. Whether you have an antique all the way up to a mod, and you're running 30.5s, he can find you the tires, and he can get them cut, and uh, he knows what he's doing. So give him a call at 712-470-1900, or check him out on the Facebook at Extreme Performance and Tire. He also has a website as well. Um, the official air and fuel of the Beer Money Pulling Team is Hearts Diesel out of Fayette, Missouri. They've been with me since day one, and they're awesome. They they stand behind their products, and they care. And uh, they have, you know, they have a pulling tractor as well. They're getting into drag racing. And all that technology is going to help both uh, the diesel world and the gas world that they're helping with. We all know data drives decisions, whether it's in your daily business or with your hobby, your truck and tractor. Uh, and I'm excited to run a course of data logger on the Remedy Get a hold of Cody McKinley, whether you want uh, a Cadillac of a data acquisition or a Chevy Cavalier, he can help you with all of that. So be sure to reach out to him. Another great sponsor, Tractor Zoom. Uh, Big Ryan is a great friend of mine and, and helps me with all of our social media, takes pictures. And Tractor Zoom is creating iron comps. At the end of the day, they're going to make sure that you don't overpay for your next used uh, combine, tractor, whatever in the farming world. So check them out and then just give them a call anytime as well. Our lubrication specialist, Schaefer's Oils out of St. Louis, Missouri. We've all heard of Schaefer's. They're a big sponsor of the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association as well. And many, many pullers run their products and have for years with very, very uh, successful results. Mach 1 Site Development is also one of our title sponsors out of Georgia. Um, Robert Peters is a mini rod puller and he loves the sport of pulling and he loves the beer money pulling team and he helps me out a lot. And I can't thank Robert enough for his friendship and support for all of you that do follow the beer money pulling team. And you want a hat or a t-shirt or a hoodie or a koozie or a puzzle or whatever. Our website is beermoneygear.com. Go to the website, place your order, and we ship out a couple times a week. We'll get that to you. And then last but not least, my real job is mortgages. So if any of you have a friend, a family member, a coworker, or yourself that just has a question about a mortgage or a refinance or credit scores or whatever, I'm able to handle all the different loan programs for VA, from veterans. I'm a veteran, FHA, USDA, conventional loans, investment properties. Give me a call, 608-604-5068, and continue to like, comment, share everything you see on social media about the sport of truck and tractor pulling, and let's grow pulling. Have a great day. Thanks again for listening.